Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Sell Medicare Plans podcast. This is the podcast where Medicare sales professionals come to hear those things that are going to better our lives. And today, I am so grateful to have someone who can actually help us with learning the things that we should do to keep ourselves healthy now that we are working digitally. So will you join me in welcoming my guest, Marlisa Brown. Hello, Marlisa. Hi, thanks. Glad to be here. Oh, I'm so happy that I could get you because your schedule is so, so busy. I understand that you have a practice that you uh, do. You're a registered dietitian. You've written books and you've actually had your practice for two and a half years. Actually, two and a half decades, uh, 25 oh, years. Oh, that's the most just, just a couple of years more. Just a couple of years more. <laughs> ah, yes, it is. That's great. That is wonderful. So with your thriving practice, tell us a little bit about what it is that you do. Okay. So, um, I mean, this is the actual practice part. I see patients and I work on everything from diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease, um, intestinal problems. I've written several books on um, food allergies, gluten-free, um, irritable bowel, full of FODMAPs, and things like that. And I do other things. I do presentations. I write books. Um, I teach um, educational pieces to other nurses, dietitians, and diabetes educators as well. So I mean, just as a summary, you know, overall, um, that's pretty much what I do. And now I'm mostly remote um, this moment in time, even though I have a beautiful office, because, uh, you know, it's dangerous up here with the coronavirus, and um, I'm trying to keep my patients safe. Right. Well, so then you have started working from home, and that's in the Long Island, New York area, correct? Yes. Yeah. And my office is in Long Island, too. My office is in far from my house. But, you know, certainly, um, first I was doing remote from the office, and then I've been deciding to bring things home and, and do it out of the house because safety all around. Oh, that's, that's much better because New York has really been hit hard with this uh, COVID-19. That, that's a smart move to do that from home. So now... Well, yeah, and I've been... And, oh, so sorry. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say yeah, that yeah. I've been calling, calling people, you know, sometimes for their appointments and things, and, and they have had the virus or their mother has the virus or somebody in their family has the virus. So, uh, you know, it's been... It's, it's really quite, you know, overwhelming right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could see that. So now when you are uh, counseling or coaching or doing therapy with your uh, clients, you're actually giving them uh, nutritional information? So depending on what you're coming in for, I might develop a meal plan for you. I might actually try to help you to figure out how your medications work in coordination with. So like, for example, if you had diabetes, um, and a lot of people that have Medicare come in that have diabetes, um, you know, they're taking multiple medications often, and medications, some of them have time releases or kick in at a certain point, including insulin, and I might help them to structure their eating around or their medication taking around when they need to have food, so that this way they can prevent lows and rebound highs from dropping too quickly. Well, that might be a good thing for you to tell us about, because as Insurance professionals, certainly we are, our activities face-to-face with an individual is definitely curtailed. 
So there are a lot of people out here who are telling us in the industry how to work from home, how to use digital um, resources. The carriers have set up ways for us to work directly from our laptop. But what we actually could use and you could help us with is how do we keep our schedules in terms of what we're eating and when we're eating and the things that we should do now that we're home? Because that's different. We don't have the same movement we would if we were going outside. Well, it's definitely true. And often when people are working out of their house, they're working on a kitchen table or a side table or, or in a space or away from the rest of the family members so that it's quiet. And often your your posture and the way you're sitting and the way you're working and where the food is, and it's not the same as what you would have done on a day-to-day basis when you're out. As a matter of fact, a lot of the desks and the things that I've seen people working at are too low and they're definitely hunched over during the day. So um, I suggest a lot of different things um, throughout. Um, certainly you need to take breaks in between um, and you need to plan them so that this way you don't like push yourself too much and, and then you get yourself run down. And so for those breaks, um, since it's difficult to always like just grab something out like you might normally do or have it out in a certain place where you were going to meet somebody for lunch, have it planned. Say to yourself, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning at a certain time. I'm going to have my breakfast. Breakfast could be a variety of things. It could be, um, you could have some eggs with whole grain toast, or you could have avocado toast, or you could have um, a cup of cereal, like hot cereal or cold cereal, or you might have some fruit and some yogurt. Like plan out your breakfast the day before so that when you get up in the morning, especially if you have appointments and you don't have a lot of time, you'll be able to go and have something and and then be ready. Um, Then have things available for snacks so that you don't have to like go foraging through your refrigerator. It's sort of like, I'm going to eat this while I'm looking for that um, plan that most people have. So say to yourself, okay, so I, I had yogurt for breakfast, so I'm not going to have yogurt for a snack. I'm going to have a piece of fruit for a snack. I'm going to have some string cheese and whole grain crackers for a snack. You know, you, you didn't have cereal for breakfast. You had eggs for breakfast. I'm going to have a cup of cereal for breakfast um, snack. I'm going to have a half a sandwich for a snack. Um, so have your snacks like say to yourself, okay, I need at least two or three breaks. I'm going to have two or three snacks throughout the day, or I'm going to have this for lunch and then one snack later on in the day. And, and you're going to do it at a certain time. So you look at your schedule when you have your appointments lined up and when you're planning your calls and say, okay, breakfast was at eight. I'm going to have a break at around 1030 and have something. I'm going to have my lunch by no later than one o'clock. I'm going to have a snack by three o'clock in the afternoon, maybe 330. So this way I don't lose control and eat everything in the refrigerator because I waited too long. Oh, that's a great idea. And you know what, how it can really work for us. I could see it for myself is when I'm laying out my week, because usually on Friday I'm laying out my appointments and my activities for the week that's coming up. So that Monday morning when I sit at my desk, I can just start I know what I need to do, and I usually have most of my meetings already scheduled, so I know where I have open time. So it would be a great idea probably to just make sure that we either have those snacks handy, as you said, or make sure that we have that time between appointments and phone calls um, and meetings that we do on our computers to actually have our lunch or our snack so that we can have the energy to keep going. Now, I heard at one time that uh, in the morning you should have your protein and you should eat your biggest meal at the middle of the day 
and at night you should it should your meals should be more like a snack. Is there any truth to that? No, it's all relative. Um, so for example, like if you have dinner pretty early, then you know you might be able to have a larger dinner. But if you're not going to have your dinner until eight or nine o'clock at night, and then you're going to go to bed two or three hours later, a heavy meal would not make sense. Um, if you're going to be active throughout the day, going places and doing different things and moving around, certainly you want to have, you know, a good portion of your food at that point of the day since you're more active. But you're sitting home right now and working off of the computer. You're not active at all the whole day. So I'd say an even spacing, you know, would be most appropriate in that case. And, and protein and carbohydrate and fat all have different unique um, uses in your body. And so it's more of a question of getting a balance than of a question of having one type of food. So, for example, if you have a huge, large carbohydrate meal, you might get very sleepy. Um, you know, protein might make you more um, less hungry. You don't get as hungry when you eat protein, and it also is good for your muscles and for thinking clearly. But a little bit of carbohydrate is good for energy. So if I had some carbohydrate with some protein and then maybe a little bit of fat because fat carries fat-soluble vitamins, slows the digestive process. So not excluding a food group, but incorporating food groups in a way that provides you with energy, um, clutter, clarity, um, satiety, all the things that you need to get you through your day, because it is very difficult when you're sitting at home in front of a computer and trying to just make phone calls and talk to people and work on a screen. It is very draining. And if you don't provide yourself with enough of the right nutrients, as well as stress reduction and breaks and maybe some stretching throughout the day, you're going to be wiped out before the day is out. Well, thank you so much. That makes sense to me. And, you know, it's funny, I was thinking when you were talking about the eating and sitting at home, you know, I'll give you an example. Like some patients, if they ordered pizza last night and they were in a rush in the morning, they might eat that cold pizza for breakfast, or they might have had a bag of leftover bagels and had a bagel for breakfast, bagel for lunch, you know what I'm saying? And they People will just grab whatever they can get their hands on sometimes when they're at home, when they're not planning and thinking about it. And so they really do deplete themselves, you know, by just, you know, trying to grab whatever they can and not necessarily have something ready and, and, and good for them available. Right. And so it all comes down to thinking ahead, which is what we we have to do now differently, maybe from what we were doing and how we are planning our day. So incorporating the the planning for the foods and um, how we're going to take those foods and when we're going to uh, eat those foods or snacks will also go into our planning. Now, you is it possible that you can give us maybe three uh, tips that will generally apply for anyone, even an agent uh, with high energy who may be sitting on the phone and has set a goal for making 100 calls a day, or someone whose day may just be to follow up with all of the underwriting questions they're servicing and that kind of thing that they have? Yes, there's a couple of things that would be good for anybody. Um, the first thing would be to make sure that in between calls that you give yourself just a couple of minutes break to either do a little breathing exercise or a little stretch, um, stretching or shake it off. 
kind of moment to get yourself back in focus again. Um, make sure that you eat frequently throughout the day. Make sure you get enough rest. And above all, make sure you're hydrated. A lot of times people forget to drink enough fluid and they get dehydrated. And by the way, when you're dehydrated, not only do you get more leg cramps, you get tired and you get dry skin and headaches and things like that, but you can hear a weakened, um, depleted person over the phone. You can tell when there's energy there and when there's not, and that can hurt their productivity. Wow, I never knew that. I didn't realize that. I know that the inflections and the tone of our voice changes with, uh, with our attitude and our mindset, but I never thought about it that it could change if our energy levels are not the same. You know, when our energy levels start to uh, wither away, what you're saying is that can be reflected in our tone and our voice. Absolutely. When I do webinars, if it's a long webinar where it's something that's going to be more than an hour, I usually will pump my computer up and stand because even sitting, you lose energy in your call when you're sitting. And so um, because you're not moving your hands the same way, you're just not moving your body and you kind of like slump into your chair and you slump into the phone. I mean, if we wanted to do an experiment right now and even just face expressions, if you try to smile and say something negative, make a negative, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't, like, if you smile, like a big smile, you can't, you can't have an attitude voice. It doesn't work if you keep a smile on your face. Um, so actually facial expressions, movements, how you're sitting, what you're doing, what you're drinking, how you, everything comes out through your um, voice. Because that's the only medium. They don't see you. They only hear your voice. Mm. These are some great, great tips that you share with us, Marlisa. And guess I am speaking with Marlisa Brown, and I'm going to ask you to please give us your practice name, where you're located, and how our listeners can get in touch with you. Okay, so my practice name is Total Wellness. Um, it's listed under Total Wellness or Marlisa Brown in Deer Park, New York. Um, I have um, several websites. One is T is in Tom, the word wellness.net. I'm on Instagram, Marlisa Brown 8. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I have Dieting Dietitian on Facebook. Um, Marlisa Speaks for presentations. Um, if you Google me, you'll find me. If you go on Amazon and you type in Marlisa Brown, you'll see a list of my books from the gluten-free to the life balance books that I've written so far. Thank you so, so much. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us today? Well, um, you know, just keep positive, um, you know, take care of yourself, be, you know, be healthy, be safe. And um, above all, don't forget to take care of yourself a little bit every day because sometimes we forget and, um, and that's how we, we compromise our own health and put ourselves at risk for getting ill as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We have been speaking with Marlisa Brown of Marlisa Speaks, and she has given us the contact information. Please join me in looking at her website, support her, listen to the tips that she's given to us today, and thank you again, Marlisa. You have a great day. Thanks.